ACAST. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time to pop off. 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 Welcome back to the pop off with Martise. And Jay. Jay is, of course, here with me. And you know we're popping off about Roseanne. Obviously, you've heard what's been going on, unless. You know, you don't watch TV or have a TV or... You could be out in old Amish country. Right. But I don't know. I've been seeing them with cell phones. So they might have TV. They probably get uh, Google Alerts. Mm. Anyways, so... <laughs> first of all, Roseanne, seriously, you couldn't just keep your fucking mouth shut? <clears throat> Fuck that money up. Oh, she fucked that money oh, up. Oh, my God. Uh, like... Big paper. Why don't these people have, like, handlers? Because I love the show. I, I loved it. I watched it. Right. And we were so into it. We were so excited. And now, you know. Fuck that money. Uh, but you know what was crazy, though? Is I, I was thinking about it. And I was like, imagine if the, like social media had been out in the 70s. We had like Richard Pryor, Rev Fox. And, you know, back when like all those, George Carlin, all those yeah. Like, what would have really been so bad? Or is, has, has society become so soft? You know what I mean? Like, the, you used to be able to, like, make racial jokes like that. I'm not saying, like, I'm, you know, I'm supporting her. I think that what she did was very stupid, and she has black friends, and she knows, like... But then again, here's a woman that dresses up as Adolf, Adolf Hitler and, and with burnt, you know, Jewish cookies or whatever she had going on. So, I mean, what can you expect? But I'm just saying, like, would it be so bad if there was more... If there was more of that controversial... Comedian like it used to be like in old days, Archie Bunkers and all that, where where race wasn't off limits. And I think I think society's gone so fucking. So I don't think they should have canceled her show, man. I like their show. Her show represented the people, man. Uh, why why you want to punish the people when we enjoy the show? Like let the people decide. If, if you motherfucking keep the show on, people ain't watching it. Then you pull the show. Mm-hmm. But if motherfuckers gonna keep watching the show, you know what I mean? Like rock out. So. Basically, here's the backstory. So, uh, Roseanne tweeted about Valerie Jarrett. If you don't know who Valerie Jarrett is, she was in the uh, she was in the Obama administration, and blah blah blah. So, anyways, so she tweeted, "Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ," meaning Valerie Jarrett. So, um, I don't know what, what, how she saw that funny, but okay. <laughs> You know, I don't say how Roseanne saw that funny. I don't I don't understand it. She's a better comedian than that. Yeah, right. And I get the comedian, and there's got to be no boundaries with that, right? And, and and I can understand it. And if you don't like it, change the channel. But <clears throat> at what point do, can we go? Okay, like I'm tired of hearing. 
the same jokes, the, the same mis- misogynistic jokes. Like seriously, like, like is that it? And as a black man, can't you say like, uh, like, are, are are you tired of like those same stereotypical jokes? I mean, I'm to the point where it's like, I'm not so sensitive like society is, you know, because white people get made fun of on regular, like Dave Chappelle was killing white folks. There were a lot of people saying, we should take him off the air. Because if you look at it in a collective, white men are in power. So when you're making fun of them, you're not making fun of a a quote-unquote minority. I understand, but like I said, I mean, she, she... She's the, it's the commented on somebody how they look. Women do that all the time. Men do it all the time. I, I think that it would have been better if she would have said, I got this really funny joke, but I know I can't say it. Can I get one of my black friends to say it? Because if, say, for example, Wanda Sykes had said that joke, would there really been that controversy? Because it's one black woman saying it to another. So now, is it really like, is it really like kind of like a reverse racism type of deal now? Because it's like, wait a minute, man. We can make fun of you, Roseanne, but you can't make fun of her. I'm no. I, I you know what I'm saying. I'm, maybe I'm wording it wrong. I I kind of get what you're saying, but no, because because you know there's somebody out there thinking like this. Yeah. So I'm I'm just trying to I'm playing devil advocate. I'm not you know I'm trying to be trying to play both sides. I can't make. This. I just can't believe you said reverse racism. My mind just like starts. But you know why folks think like that? that. So I'm trying to I'm trying they, to help them out. I know that's what I was like. What, what, I'm what trying to help my child look at all. That's called critical thinking, baby. Go on. Um, I just I think that okay, as a comedian. Or as a person in general, you can make fun of somebody. Right. When you look at a woman and make fun of her weight or make fun of the way that she looks, right. that's like the lowest, okay? So we was all pieces of shit back in the day for cracking mama jokes. Your mama's so fat. No, no that's... We're making fun of weight, though. It's different. How's it's it different? different when you're making it a joke. It's another thing when you look at a woman and we know... How many times has Michelle Obama... But how many times was Michelle Obama called an ape and said that she looked like a monkey when when Obama was in office? And that was, bull- and that was bullshit. Exactly. She, she probably one of the most beautifulest women that ever classy. walked this planet. So and she's so classy. Like, so, come on, man. so the thing is, is like as a woman, it's like if you don't like somebody, like at least have a good reason why you don't like them, and like use your brain and think of something else. That's the same thing with people using the f word against but gay people, I using the n word against against black people. Racial <laughs> slurs. It's like really like you can't think of another better word. Are you that? Is your vocabulary level that fucking low? And I say fuck a lot. Yeah, but that's intelligence. That's true. intelligence. But anyway, my thing was why that woman. Out of all the women that Barack Obama had around around him, why? What's her, the history with her and Valerie Jarrett? Like, what what made her target Valerie? Jarrett oh, okay. Make a, a joke about it because I don't think it. The media is not even saying the history. They're just saying all oh, Roseanne's canceled, and you know what I mean. So all I know is what she said. So what's the history? So someone had tweeted, um, and I don't know who it was. It just said um, that this was in response to a tweet accusing Jarrett of helping hide misdeeds by the Obama administration. So that was it. So, like, it, it didn't have anything to do with her. Didn't have so, anything I mean, to do with so anything. she could have made a joke about her being, like, crooked and, yeah. and being safe. But no, you had to go Did you got to go for someone's looks. 
I mean, I just don't understand. Yeah, that just it was very poor. But like I said, I'm just saying that. Hey, maybe I don't. I don't know what to say, man. I wrote, all right, now I'm gonna talk like a black man. I think I think that this was a very good example of what needs to start happening. You know what I'm saying? I, I was trying to play both sides of the fence. It's just not working because. It just, you know I was what I mean? wondering, like you sometimes you throw me off, to, and then I'm like, where I gotta do it like, like that because I don't want I don't want people to think like we're more silent over here. Like I try, we don't have a uh, somebody to represent, you know, the ignorant way of thinking. So I try to, you know, help them out. But anyway, like so, yeah, I think it's a good example. But like I like what Valerie Jarrett said. She said we're gonna call this a teaching lesson. And what did we learn today? We're gonna learn, man. You keep your racist ass shit, your racist ass comments to yourself because black people, black people, we ain't having that shit no more. How you gonna talk shit about how a black woman look when the ABC's president is a black woman? Like what you ain't think? What the girl? You don't bite the hand that feeds you. That's old school. You don't bite the hands that feed you, Roseanne. You ain't got no fucking network. You better learn to stay in your lane. Now look, look, look. Now she gonna go back there on her little farm. <laughs> looking like looking like Luke Skywalker sitting <laughs> sitting out there sitting out there studying the force all about Loso watching I Love Lucy reruns probably you know what I mean because listen all, on all jokes aside she almost fucked up all those young actors and actresses coming up to careers and you know what before they even got started Shonda Rhimes said it best hold on because I have uh, the tweets from uh you know, from, from some of the celebrities. Hold on, I'm going through my papers. Yeah, you can hear me shuffling. <laughs> Whatever, this shit just happened today. Give me a fucking break. Okay, Shonda Rhimes said, The terrible part is all of the talented, innocent people who worked on that show yep. now suffer because of this. Yep. And there were talks that John Goodman was going to be up for an Emmy. So, is he going to lose out on that because of this? And exactly just what you said. All those young people just, you know... Bring it, you know, starting I th- their career. I, I really think that it, 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 he's going to lose out on that Emmy. Because, like, from what the, they were saying, ABC wiped the show totally off their website. Like, you won't even find a trace of, of Roseanne on ABC's website. So, I think that it's going to be like, it never happened. And it's sad. It's going to be one of those what-ifs. You know, because they were talking about trying to have Donald Trump on the show. They were talking about bringing Hillary Clinton on the show. They might even had Bernie Sanders. It would have been a great platform, and they fucked that money up. Um, One person. Side note: uh, There's a rumor that Bernie might be running again in 2020. Feel the motherfucking burn. Okay, sorry, I just had to throw that in there. Okay. Um, Is he gonna the, make it? Uh, shh, shh. I'm just saying. Like, he's not like. I mean, I he's not. It's not. Like, it's not like. I mean, because he don't look like no Queen Elizabeth. Like you can see that motherfucker. I don't babe. care. Like Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, man. Hey, listen. I don't know. I think she like that black that she got in there. That shit holding her, holding it down. That motherfucker is on a mission, and he's he's holding strong. Bernie, twenty twenty. Anyways, oh, so uh, okay. Other people talking about the show. Sarah Gilbert. Of course, uh, one of the daughters. So she said, um, recent comments about Valerie Jarrett and so much more are abhorrent and do not reflect the beliefs of our cast and crew or anyone associated with our show. I'm disappointed in her actions, to say the least. This is incredibly sad and difficult for all of us, as we've created a show that we believed in and are proud of and that the audiences love. One that is separate and apart from the opinions and words of one cast member. Why don't they? They I mean, at the end of the day, 
I mean, at the end of the day, man, it was a, it, you know, Roseanne was a mentor. Like you listen to all the interviews and, sh- and like they, they, like Sarah Gilbert, she Darlene to me. I, like I don't recall. Yeah. Like she all gonna be Darlene to me. Like her and Becky, they grew up under Roseanne. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure they learned a lot from her and John Goodman. So I mean, like they're like probably like, damn man, you ain't think about nobody else but yourself when you posted that shit. So right. I, I guarantee they kind of kind of hurt, man. And that's why I be telling people like, you know, I think that when Roseanne's still doing shit, like she has a habit. Of this kind of shit. And eventually you gotta outgrow some of your habits, man. If you don't outgrow your habits, man, you're gonna get stuck doing the shit. You got you got a second chance after you fucked up the national anthem. Like that would kill somebody's career right there. You bounce back from that. You know what I mean? You had an opportunity. Like they give you a job after you pose as Hitler. Mel Gibson can't get a fucking job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, they gave you opportunities. Back in two thousand nine she posed in that in that Jewish magazine, the Jewish satire magazine. Uh-huh. But like a lot of people don't bounce back from that and you did and you got on your platform and you totally fucked it up. Like that's your legacy now. Or what if? Yep. You're, you're like we just watched Bill Cosby and Roseanne go down the track. And like, you know my what? child my childhood's destroyed. If you go back to I th- uh, one of the Mother's Day episodes, we talked about our favorite TV moms, favorite TV dads, and Bill Cosby was up there, and Roseanne was up there. Because back then, there wasn't any show that was talking about, you know, blue-collar families, and people struggling, and how to, and how to pay the bills, and, you know, buying the generic cereal and putting it in the uh, regular cereal box to trick the kids. Shit like that. Nobody was doing stuff like that. Everything was about rich people. Well, that's it over with, over with now. That's it over with. That's the de- that's the death of a dynasty right there. But she, hey, Roseanne should have went to that Starbucks meeting. <laughs> she she should have sat in on that. That's right. Speaking of the Starbucks meeting, so we're we gonna go. That we going on to that next. I mean, we can talk about Starbucks. I mean, you know, I'm not. I never was a big Starbucks person anyway because, like, I wasn't surprised when the brothers got arrested in there because Star Starbucks is to me has always been like a white thing. Yes, it's very basic bitch. Yeah. If you if you want to put it that way. Now, um like you're not going to hear too many brothers sit there and say, "Oh man, you know, I fuck with Starbucks." You know what I mean? Like uh, it's not like, "Oh, I'm going out of Starbucks." Like, no. Nah. Right. Um <clears throat> We don't have a Starbucks very close to us, but you know, we have one where my other job is. So whenever I go down there, you know, I treat myself. But after I learned a little bit more about the company, I had a little bit. I I grew to respect them a lot. Right. Um. They spend more money each year for their employees' health insurance than they do on coffee beans. Yeah, I mean, hey, but I think Magic Johnson owns a big part of them, right? I've no I'm pretty idea. Pretty sure he did. I remember he had a hand in Starbucks. I mean, so I mean, it's just like I guess it's not. <clears throat> I guess Starbucks was never really promoted to the. I guess like. The whole community, you know, what I'm saying yeah. you really, it's like if you look where it's at, it's located more like where schools is at, and you know, office buildings and stuff like that. So I mean, it, I I would I wasn't surprised when I seen two brothers getting arrested in there. It's like, what do you expect? You went in the Starbucks, you know? What I mean, they, they they don't want they don't want you in there, you know? what I mean, right? Like it's underlying racism, but I'm glad that they addressed the issue. How they're addressing the issue by education. You know what I'm saying? That's how you that's how you break the barrier. You gotta start educating people, exposing them to different stuff. That's how you, you know what I mean? Exactly. And 
Like watching your little feel good movies like uh, The Blind Side and all that shit. Like that's not gonna like fix the problem. Like you gotta really like how many like I just hate when like one person like when you get like one black friend it's like oh I got a black friend like you can keep emphasizing it and it's like now it's like you just like it's just something like a show pony or something like that's not that's not genuine friendship uh huh like you gotta be a genuine friend man you gotta be a friend there ain't no color line ain't no background it's just that's your motherfucking friend that's it you know what I mean ain't end of story you know what I mean you can't you can't you can't be friends if there's only one friend in the relationship it's gotta be two mm-hmm. Give and take. That's it. And you, you know what I mean? You know you've been a good friend. So, now, Common was uh, a part of, you know, uh, was was in on the training. Um, yeah, and, it, and like I said, Common Conscious. He's he going to address that. Right. So, well, the spokesperson said that the, the training that they had is part of their bigger commitment to anti-bias education. Uh the quote is, uh, this is a long-term effort and we plan to address all kinds of bias in the weeks, months, and years ahead. So they're going to be doing, it looks like, you know, there's a lot of different things that they have coming up. Um, and, you know, they lost, they lost a lot of money today, but I think that they gained a lot of respect from. Well, they was looking at long-term. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't want to be known as that brand. You know what I mean? Like, you saw what happened to Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> I'm just saying, example. You want to be known as that brand. You know, look at, look at, uh, what's it called, man? I can't even remember. Crystal. Crystal. Man, when they made that racist comment, man, and, and, and Jay-Z found about, they lost all that business. That's all everybody was buying was Crystal. And he found out they was racist. Paul Kogan. Oh, WWE raced him. Yeah, he raced him. Nothing. Damn. And it's like, you know, how where does it stop? I mean, like, even though you fucked up outside of work, your character was still like he still inspires some of the people. Right. I mean, people still do Hulk Hogan. Yeah, even rappers still rap about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so it's like even though you try to race from the man, the legend is still always gonna be right. there. It doesn't right. matter. But you know, they addressed it. But I but I it. get fu- when I see these kind of shit, I get kind of fucked up because like I know Mr. T they got all these pictures again you like they make you believe they're friends. So it's like how come you know I don't hear from these guys saying like they're not saying oh he is a friend or I yeah that that was fake or I knew he was racist but the way it was at the time I didn't say nothing. Like we're not hearing from them people. Right. Like I wanna hear from the all sides of the story. Mm. That's me. I wanna hear what Mr. T and all the people that worked with Hulk Hogan and Sylvester Stallone didn't say nothing. Did he say anything? That's like his best friend. Like he's the one that read his uh, retirement or introduced him when he retired in the Hall of Fame. Hulk Hogan, Sylvester Stallone, him and Sylvester are like best friends. I didn't. He, I didn't hear anything about it. Nobody says that. Yeah. Is it? I mean, so that's what like. That's what I'm saying. Like how how deep is those friendships? Are they just like professional connections? Like that's why I say Hollywood's all fucked. I was up. gonna say Hollywood friends. Hollywood friends. I feel like I got Hollywood friends, and I'm not even Hollywood. Oh my god. I'm gonna be keeping it 100, man. You know who you are. You listen to the show. You know who you are. Mm. Okay, so that is that's it, right? Ain't no doubt. I know, but we just had to get that out about Roseanne. God damn you, you fucking asshole. Okay, Bro, I just want to know, Roseanne. What what was you thinking, girl? That's all I know. <sighs> I just don't think that she was. Well, I tell you what, man. She could think about that shit down the road when she like, damn. We had him. 
Yep. I know motherfuckers are sitting there like, man, this was it. And she fucked up. I know Wanda's cussing the storm right up. I know, I, I would, you know, Ron, you know how Wanda gets when she starts going on tirade. I know Wanda Sykes is going off right now. Oh, I know she's going off. I would have loved to hear that tirade. I know she would have called Roseanne all kinds of everything. What like I know she mad at Roseanne for fucking that money up. All of them is. Especially uh, DJ. Have you seen him in anything like since from then till now? <clears throat> I just, I, I like they did the, the little black girl didn't really get a chance to shine. Like no, we don't get the, the little gay, the little gay boy or whatever he was didn't get a chance to shine. He was the, now the older sister she got a little bit out there, but like it was just beginning. You really starting to get to see these characters. They started bringing her around, right? Like, come on, man, you wow, man. And it was it was starting to get so diverse. Oh, oh well, yeah, that's it, man. <sighs> Death of a Dynasty. I know. Anyways, real friends. Make sure that you like me on Facebook, <laughs> The Pop Off with Martise. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Martise M. And uh, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast.